Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. I am personally super excited for this next spot Me because it's, it's one of our favorite people we've had the opportunity to meet in the last year and a half of running this podcast, being at live events. Um, somebody that was kind of kind of a, a spectacle, a hero, you know, for us, one of the most uh, brightest characters yep. in the political landscape throughout our lifetime, and now to have had the opportunity to meet him in person several times, better in person than I would have possibly expected. He's host of the Stone Zone podcast live on Frank's Speech, and uh, uh, right now, his guest on the Flyover Conservative yes. podcast, the one, the only, Roger Stone. Yay! Delight, Welcome. Delighted to be with you. Thank you, Roger. I, I want to hit something real quick. Your your shirt says says Roger Stone still did did nothing wrong. I I, I love that. Uh, but man, based on some current events, I just want to highlight something real quick. It should say Roger Stone still not dead. Yes. Because yeah. you experienced your your like one of your fifth miracles in the last last couple of years and and uh, survived a car accident. Yeah, I'm glad the, to have the opportunity to address this because I'm getting a lot of incoming emails and texts. I want to make sure I'm all right. But yes. when I was in uh, outside of Memphis, headed to Mike Lindell's studio to do my daily show, uh, which is on 4 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Eastern, StoneZone.live, um, I, my, I was in an SUV with two security guards. We were pulling onto a major highway. Some poor guy blew a red nut lighted about 55 miles an hour broadsided us totaled the car uh, the two security wow. guards had minor injuries and i'm happy to say i walked away literally without a scratch wow. nothing so i feel blessed um when the uk daily mail contacted me i walked through the details i was i gave fulsome praise to jesus christ uh, and then when I read the article, everything in there was correct, except for they said Stone attributed uh, his survival to a miracle, but they didn't mention who it was that does. Right. Miracle. So um, I spoke to the National File. I spoke to Carrie Donovan, the National Star. She wrote the best piece uh, because I do consider it the fifth uh, miracle in my life. Commut- commutation of my sentence because I was supposed to die after being framed in the Mother Witch Hunt. Yep. Uh, my unconditional presidential pardon. My wife now 19 months uh, cancer-free. Man, Woo, praise Come the on. Lord. That's so uh, good. After, after being diagnosed with aggressive stage four cancer right after my pardon, a little PTSD gift from Robert yeah. Mueller and his thugs. Uh, January 6th, sorry, guys, never left my hotel grounds. Don't know anything wow. about it. Any, any claim to the contrary is just a A, a, a bunch of scumbag yep. weasels there, honestly. And uh, now, uh, you know, once again, I've been spared for some greater purpose. I really believe that, that the Lord has some greater purpose for me. Here's what I've learned. God doesn't tell you his whole plan at the same time. He reveals his plan to you when he needs you to know it or he's ready for you to know it. Every day I think about what am I I doing today and am am I doing God's will? I I think that I am. Uh, I went to uh, President Trump's historic announcement at Mar-a-Lago two nights ago. And I must tell you, it was, despite what you read in the lame stream media, um, it was a superb speech. It was a terrific performance by the candidate. There was a feeling of electricity in the air. I mean, it was was really, you you felt like you had a window into history. Um, And he he is going to be elected president again. I have no doubt about that. 
Let, let's totally dig, let's dig into that a second. I like to even just, even just play the announcement real quick. I think we have the the, the clip from that, but it's it's really um, it's it's an important moment. I think coming out of the midterms, there's there's just a lot of of funk, you know, a little bit. You know, it's kind of this mixed kiss your sister kind of vibe a little bit. Maybe you know, in in conservative circles, there's some division. People wonder what. I would, I would categorize the overall feeling in the political environment coming out of midterms a little bit like if you attend a family get together and like the mom and dad or grandma and grandpa just went through a divorce or something and everybody's kind of funky and like whose side are you on? It's just a there's just like a vacuum of leadership. You look at the McConnell and McCarthy, these guys, and it's like just just like who's who's the daddy here, you know, so to speak. It was just kind of a of a funk, and I think this went a long ways towards towards clearing that up. And it just felt a little bit like a calm in the room, knowing, okay, he's got the fight to put his hat back in the ring and to go another round. And it kind of kind of so encouraging. encouraged us from the inside out. So like, hey, if he's willing to step in and take these arrows and 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 to go through what he's going to go through, um, I am too. And I'm ready to roll my sleeves up and do whatever we can there. I just want to hear the words again. Let's just play this clip. And you were you were there live, but let, let's let's see this one more time. To make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. This will not be my campaign. This will be our campaign altogether. Woo! And I feel like it's ours. That's right. So exciting. I agree agree with your analysis. Look, at this point in his life, the easiest thing for him would be to just walk away. Oh, yep. play golf at any number of one of his incredible golf courses, play with his grandchildren, enjoy life. The thing people don't understand about Trump is he is at heart a patriot. Uh, and seeing the way that the Biden administration has undone over two years, all of the great reforms, all of the great progress, uh, everything he was able to achieve, despite surrounding himself in some cases with quizlings and rats, who thought their job was to dilute mm-hmm. his agenda or 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 derail his agenda? It is. It's really historic. Now, you've only had one previous president uh, who pulled this off, although multiple presidents tried. Grover Cleveland, a New Yorker, ran for president, was elected, ran for re-election, uh, was defeated, but in a disputed election in which Cleveland got a greater percentage of the popular vote and was only cheated in the electoral vote, and then came back to be elected. So I consider the fact that Cleveland, a conservative Democrat, um, was the last person to do this to be kind of an omen because he was a a New Yorker. Also, we know that as far as Donald Trump is concerned, all the old rules of politics are false. Right. So so in the last 24 hours, you see a story first moved uh, by the UK Daily Mail, but now picked up by everyone, uh, that says, you know, three important billionaires, Ken Griffin, uh, 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 Ron Lauder, and Steve Schwartzman have abandoned Trump. Well, I went back and looked. They all supported Trump after he was the Republican nominee. None of them supported Trump early when he was fighting for the nomination. Uh, I have a piece coming out on this today. In fact, uh, they're all big, not all, several of them are big contributors to Chuck Schumer. Uh, some of them gave to Barack Obama. These are not America first uh, donors. These are globalist donors who tried to stop Trump last time, who supported Rubio or other uh, globalist candidates and failed. 
came only to Trump after he was a nominee of the Republican Party, and then not even in, in a significant way. Yet the media says, oh, these big Trump financial donors have switched to other candidates. It's it's almost as phony as the elections last Tuesday. Man, you let's touch on that. Now he's talking about elections. Yeah, let, let, let's sit on that real quick because big. I have a question for you. This is my observation. Now, you've been winning elections since grade school. So, uh, you know, you've had your thumb on the scale of pretty much everything political. Yep our entire lifetime. And so I don't think that's going to change going forward anytime soon based on God's hand of favor he seems to have on you. So so your opinion moving forward really carries a lot of weight. What do we need to do in this new era where it feels like Republicans are great at winning minds? We hold rallies. We try to debate. We have an idea. We want to put our, our idea next to your idea and debate. I think there were 17 Senate candidates on the Democrat side that refused to debate this last cycle. And, and, and you look at that, like, why does it serve them well? We are in a, a vote-getting business. They're in a ballot-collecting business. How do we counteract that in the future moving forward? Well, it's, it's absolutely clear uh, that we need election law reform. Let's take Florida, for example, where between 2020 and now, we reformed our election laws. And what was the result? An honest, transparent landslide for Republicans, all Republicans, uh, concluding at the congressional uh, district level. Uh, the problem lies in the fact that you have states uh, like Arizona being a perfect example. Uh, I read the New York Times version of what went wrong in the morning of, uh, uh, of Election Day, and it's completely wrong. The voting tabulation machines were designed to take uh, a 19-inch a, a long ballot, they were tested the night, the night before with 19-inch long ballots. In the Republican precincts, 20-inch long ballots were distributed. The machine won't take them. It rejects them. They're too long. They don't fit in the tray. It's like if you have a printer, it's like putting paper that's too large into the printer. Yep. In some cases, people tried 15 times to get the tabulator to take their ballot, and it won't. Or if it does, if you can jam it, there's a high probability that it reads it incorrectly because the, the right the, size, the circles that you have filled out are out right. of alignment. So uh, in almost every case where the Democrats have asked for an extension of voting hours uh, because of malfunction of machines, it's always granted. It is routinely granted, except in Arizona, where a federal judge would not grant it. Who could be against greater voter participation? What would be the what would be the downside of greater voter participation? Uh, Carrie Lake ran a very good campaign, mm -hmm. a very aggressive uh, a campaign. Katie Hobbs ran no campaign at all. Right, she yeah. hid it in the basement. She also had a, an egregious conflict of interest overseeing the election machinery yep. as Secretary of State. Uh, at the same time, she was a candidate for governor in that election. So this is a case uh, calling out for a, a judicial solution. Uh, Carrie Lake needs to bring a lawsuit. On the other hand, I have to be candid, having been through this particular meat grinder myself, the idea that our federal judiciary has not been politicized is just false. I'm right. sorry. Mm -hmm. Supreme Court John Roberts is wrong. There are judges who most definitely are active, partisan Democrats, and they rule that way. So um, I, I think the answer is you have to have a cleanup of the system. But until you can highlight for the people what's wrong with the system and get them to understand it, 
uh, it's, it's hard to galvanize the public behind that demand. That leads us back to the larger problem, which is the fact that all mass communications in the United States today is controlled and censored, whether it's network television, cable television, radio, which is being gobbled up by giant corporations. The, mm-hmm. the small independent mom and pop station is will soon be a thing of the past. Print media, magazines, uh, newspapers. Name a conservative newspaper in the country. Name one where you have a conservative-based editorial page. It's virtually impossible. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, the, the gross censorship of the Internet. This is, uh, if you can't tell the pe- people the story of this election, then you cannot galvanize and mobilize the people behind a demand, right. a peaceful right. and democratic demand for reform. This is why the left is so completely hysterical about the idea that Elon Musk might might uh, restore free speech uh, and uh, uh, and balance uh, to Twitter. That drives them absolutely crazy. I myself have returned to Parler, started posting there again, and actually my stuff's starting to get some traction. So I'm pretty happy about that. I don't know what's going to happen with Twitter. I'm probably one of the first conservatives in the country banned. I was banned back in 2017 because I hurt hurt Jake Tapper's feelings. So so someone can go on Twitter and call for the gang rape of my wife, and that actually happened. Oh, my gosh. That person person will not be banned. But if I criticize Jake and hurt his feelings, well, then I got to go. Okay, I have a question for you, Roger. You know, obviously there's 719 days until – uh, 2024 election. And, you know, President Trump, he obviously wouldn't be running if he didn't feel like uh, he could win. But if there's so much corruption in the election process, how do you think he feels that would be different this time than it was in 2020? I wish I could answer that question a little better, but I, but I cannot. I think through his campaign for the nomination, he needs to continue to highlight uh, the fraud in the system. But where this woman, Rana Romney McDaniel, where is she? Where has she been? Other than stuffing her pockets in the pockets of her favorite consultants with money, where's the legal team for the Republican National Committee? Where were they after the 2020 election? Where were they before the 2020 election when the Democrats were going into each state legislature and systematically loosening these election laws to make fraud more possible? For example, Mail-in ballots are unconstitutional in Pennsylvania. They should have been challenged the instant they were passed, but instead Republicans stood by and did nothing. So, yeah, there is an argument that says, does it really matter who we nominate? Does it really matter whether the Republican Party nominates uh, Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or or anyone else uh, if the election is going to be rigged? Anyone who thinks that the nominee of the Republican Party will not be vilified if it's not Donald Trump, is dreaming, absolutely dreaming. Uh, we, we have to have clean, fair, honest, transparent elections. How we get there is a difficult question because we have had reform, but only in the states controlled by Republicans. And you haven't had reform in the states controlled uh, by right. Democrats. Yep. And therefore, I think the only option at this point is a judicial option. Uh, we need to sue, and we need to sue in favorable jurisdictions like they do. I still have 11 frivolous harassment lawsuits filed against Mrs. Stone and I left over from when I was pardoned. 
uh, lawsuits filed by crackpots, nutjobs, left-wingers, Democrats. Oh, wait a minute, I'm being redundant. Uh, <laughs> this, this is called lawfare, where they file yeah. a completely yeah. frivolous but really sensationalized lawsuit uh, against you to grind you down with massive legal fees, to drag your name through the mud. Now, there were once 17 of these lawsuits. Today, there are 11. That means that we have prevailed in six. But when the lawsuit is filed, it's blazing headlines. When the lawsuit is dismissed, well, you won't read that right. anywhere yeah. at all. Well, the whole goal is, is to bleed you. I don't. I, I, I assume you don't have a staff of attorneys that are just volunteering for free, right. that there's no cost involved, you know, and all this. The whole process is to try to bleed people down. It's not even right or wrong. It's the fact of we're going to we're going to file extensions, file extensions are going to bleed this thing out and just hopefully drain your finances. So you have no more no more bullets to fight. Mm -hmm. There's not a month in which uh, my legal bills uh, and the cost of my wife's non-insured uh, health costs uh, recovering from cancer and just our basic living expenses do not exceed the amount of money that I make uh, that month. So anyone who wants to go to stonedefensefund.com stonedefensefund.com, uh, we would really appreciate it. I get tired of asking, in all honesty. Uh, it, it is, uh, people say, oh, you're a grifter. No, I'm not a grifter. My legal bills are, are in the stratosphere. I really have no choice. I wouldn't be here today, but for the tens of thousands of people who stepped yep. up to help <clears> me <throat> with my legal defense, as well as praying for us uh, yep. uh, fulsomely. So um, I won't, I'll never give well, up fighting. Well, well, We'll put a link yep. to that down below, the stonedefensefund.com. And here, here's the deal. If you ever support like a missionary going someplace, you're like, I don't want to go to the, you know, this island or this country and do this thing. But you know what? He can also help support. As they go down, people, President Trump regularly said, and it's just proven so true, they're not after him. They're after us. He is in the way. Yep. As they mow through people, eventually everybody's rights are trampled on. Everybody that speaks up, raises their hand, says something will be, be squashed. Right now, it's Roger. Mm -hmm. You know, and so uh, that's somebody that, you know, every you can look at it like this. You ever heard the expression like every time a, a bell rings, an angel gets his wings, yep. you know, from the it's wonderful. Life. Well, it's more like every time you donate a dollar to his fund, it's a little bit like giving the finger to the left and all of their corruption because it's standing up for somebody that is good and is right and is doing the right thing. And I can tell you, we've been around this guy in person and uh, just great man, a good Yep. person doing the mm -hmm. right things, really encouraging. So Roger, anyway. thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate your time. Well, I'm delighted to be with you. Uh, and you can be assured that no matter what happens, I will never quit in the fight for liberty. Just the fact that I was at Mar-a-Lago, go on Twitter, the invective, the hatred, uh, the, the, the vituperation, it fuels me. If they think that upsets me, it fuels me. You want to fight? I'm in the fight uh, for freedom. Uh, no, don't, don't, don't try to distort that. I'm not talking about a physical fight. I'm right. talking about every legal means to save this country. Amen. Again, you can find him every day when you go to stonezone.live on Frank's speech. Thank you again, Roger, for your time. We need you to really write down vituperation. Vituperation. I need to look, that, need to look that up so next time we talk, I'll be able to know what you're talking about. Roger, thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you. God bless you. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the, you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment 
No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. spirit after decorating and we decided to make a naughty and nice list and mm. I have to say Avery you're doing quite well really so we're trying to decide who all we're gonna buy my pillow stuff for Christmas you know if you use promo code flyover you get up to 66% off when you go to mypillow.com that's a great deal can't beat it for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com promo code flyover for more great content go to flyoverconservatives.com <laughs>